Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Superman podcast with your hosts, Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 72, World's Finest, with Gav Brown. Hi, pals. This is, boy, this is a, this is an exciting time. This is the good one. This is, like I said, this might be the high point of this whole animated universe to me, or mm-hmm. way the hell up there. And uh, yep. Gav, you are, you're the envy of at least one guest for uh, swooping in and claiming it first. Yeah, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> uh, I mean... <laughs> In a manner of speaking, just, not really. There's, Joker comes there's back. some things, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot. There, there's more Batman uh, crossovers to come, actually, mm-hmm. in this series. And also, we're into season three now, which means the show's halfway over. So, yeah, uh, we're we'll be into Batman Beyond in like two months already. Oh, that's so weird. Which is just insane to me. Mm-hmm. But, uh, this is much, turns out this is much easier. They made fewer shows and they're shorter, so it's much easier to get through than Star Trek. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Also, it's when, usually good. Yeah. When's uh, Static Shock? Is that in between or is that after Batman Beyond? I don't remember. I don't have my schedule in front of me yeah. right now, but it is, I think it's after Batman Beyond. I think that's correct. Yes, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah we got which, Static. Uh... We also have the, um, the Zeta Project. The Zeta Project. <laughs> Big unknown there. <laughs> That'll uh, be, might be fun. Might be good. I think it ran two or three seasons. Uh-huh. Short ones, so we won't be doing it for that long. But, so much uh, Zeta Project. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's a there's a weird period there, and then then there's some shorts mm-hmm. and, and so forth. But first, this this this. This is the uh the first big meetup, like really showing that we have a, a shared universe here. Yep. Like yes, the, I mean not not for the first time. But, uh, you know, for the perhaps the most significant. I mean, this was the big one. This is the one everyone was waiting for since, like, Superman showed up, you know? Yeah. And and in the pilot, they did, like, uh, Ma Kent said something about don't be like that that psycho in Gotham. Don't be like that gross creep in Gotham. Right. Or his weird kid. They signaled to us that they lived in the same world, but I Mm. like that they wanted to spend a little, you know, a couple of seasons, like, building Superman first. Oh, yeah. Smart. But uh, man, so good. Just, just, uh, and and doing this as a as a one thing, I think, made a lot more sense. Like, mm-hmm. uh, that's why we did three episodes last week because otherwise we would have split this up. And I think this works better as sort of yeah, a movie. That would, uh, that would have been bad. Yeah, yeah. I think I first saw this as like the edited together movie. Mm-hmm. I think that's how they televised it the first time. I think they they did like a special event kind of thing. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Now I remember. Um, uh, my friend Mark, like I, I, he had taped it and I went over and watched it and it was just like this exciting thing. You yeah. Know, like before you could download shows or whatever, you hoped if you missed it that your friend taped it because that's, that's all you had. I used to rent this all the time from our local video store. Mm-hmm. So good. All right. Well, uh, we're just going to summarize the whole thing uh, all in one go here. So uh, Gav, why don't you start off with part one? Okay. We're in Gotham City again. Remember there? The place no one in their right minds would live. That's the one. Anyway, the Joker, up to his old hijinks, steals a single jade statue from an antique shop with the impossible name of Antiques. The police are puzzled, but Batman is on the case. Typical Wednesday. 
his investigations lead him to Metropolis. Meanwhile, terrorists seize control of the easy-to-take-over Air Force One. With no Harrison Ford in sight, Lois Lane's on board, which means Superman arrives to take care of them. Later, Mercy is knocked out, and Luther is kidnapped by Harley and the Joker. The Joker complains that he's broke thanks to Batman, so for $1 billion, he'll kill Superman. To seal the deal, Luther is shown the jade-slash-kryptonite. As soon as Bruce steps off the plane, Lois falls for him and they agree to go for dinner later. This obviously pleases Clark so much. <coughs> later, Bruce and Luthor, Luthor watch as a spider droid crawls along, climbing walls before finding an object. They are both pleased at how their companies have collaborated over this. There is no way this can go wrong. <laughs> Speaking of, Luthor mentions military applications, typical Thursday. However, Bruce shuts him down later at their date. Bruce asks Lois incessantly about Superman. Weirdly, this isn't pleasing her. Strange that Bruce is single. <laughs> Later that night, uh, Batman is interrogating a local thug about Joker's whereabouts. You know, a typical Tuesday. Superman arrives and it isn't as keen. There's a quick tussle and Superman uses X-ray vision to see that Batman is really Bruce Wayne. Batman then tells Superman of Joker's plan. Superman returns to his apartment, and Batman, having followed him, knows he's Clark Kent. The game is on. The next day, Bruce smarms into the Daily Planet to pick up Lois for a date and really rub this whole I'm sleeping with the woman you're pining over thing in Kent's face, which makes Lois realize she's even more into this because they have making Clark Kent feel bad in common, too. <laughs> Bruce and Lois enjoy a quiet dinner together. Well, as quiet a dinner as Bruce is capable of enjoying anyway, which means the Joker and Harley shoot the place up with Tommy guns and kidnap his date. Yep, pretty standard, really. Uh, what would you say, Gav? Typical Tuesday? Typical Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Joker, realizing the thing that all of Superman's guys already knew, is using Lois to lure him into a kryptonite trap. And while all of Superman's guys do indeed already know this, Superman walks right into the trap anyway because, uh, well... We're heading into season three here, kids, and it should not be a surprise to you that Superman's not very bright. He does bring the lead suit, which is a point in his favor, but he fails to account for the fact that the Joker likes using deadly acid, which is several million points against Superman. In his defense, when has the Joker ever used acid before? <laughs> Things are looking pretty grim for our hero, except what's this? Well, obviously it's Batman, come to rescue Superman and Lois, and also to re be really, really smug about it. Lex and the Joker reconvene for further evil plotting, but this is mostly just an excuse for Mercy and Harley to wail on one another for several minutes, and it's just as great as it sounds. Lex agrees to give the Joker one more chance at this murder Superman for a billion dollars scheme, so the Joker dials up things to full Gotham, throwing a plan together that incorporates blimps and sinking ships. And it is this latter situation that serves as our thrilling cliffhanger as Superman and Batman rush in to stop a boat from sinking. Which we know they'll do, but hey, you gotta end the story someplace, right? Alright, take us home. So while Superman attempts to save another large person transporting vehicle from falling into the ocean or sky, <clears throat> Batman flees Lex's big, stupid spider robot by heading to the Daily Planet, where he runs into Lois, who is not his biggest fan. Batman, gross, she says before he saves her life like five times, while the spectacular spider robot fucks up tomorrow's edition of the Daily Planet. Spider robot, hero or menace, that issue of the planet would probably have read. Batman's cape gets stuck in a printing press and rips off his cowl, revealing to the greatest reporter on the planet that millionaire Bruce Wayne is actually Batman. Uh, I'm actually a fifth-dimensional imp that's assumed the form of visiting billionaire Bruce Wayne, Bruce says awkwardly. So much for this romance, Lois says. 
Meanwhile, Lex and Joker meet up for a final time because, honestly, Lex is really sick of all this bullshit. I've worked with Parasite, Metallo, Bizarro, and Livewiro, and they all fucked up everything. But you know what, what they were? Goddamn professional, he says, preparing to frame Joker and Harley for the crime, which won't be difficult because they basically did it. Unfortunately, Lex didn't count on Joker betraying him, which, what the fuck, Lex? I thought you were smart. It's the Joker, Lex, from TV. <laughs> anyway, Joker steals Lex's prototype flying wing. It's a wing, Lex. They're supposed to fly. <laughs> the, Lex, the Lex wing fighter does a trench run on Metropolis. Batman fights Joker. Superman fights a bunch of robots. I have a great goddamn time. And the Lex wing crashes into the harbor, taking Joker with it. He's definitely dead this time, Batman says to nobody in particular. Later, Lex is accused of collaborating with the Joker. And as the richest man in Metropolis, will definitely be facing some jail time for this very definite crime. Oh, uh, excuse me. I'm seeing here that he's a rich white guy and will actually get off scot-free. Never mind. Anyway, Lois tells Bruce that she can't see herself settling down with a vigilante. Ooh. And Bruce says that's fine. He was planning on dying alone anyway. <laughs> then Clark sees Bruce off, remarking that they actually make a pretty good team at the end of the day. No, we don't, you fucking Boy Scout, Bruce says as he flies away in his million-dollar jet. No, we fucking don't. I think that's my favorite thing about this is just those two don't like they work together because they have to, but mm -hmm. they don't really like each other. <laughs> there, there are so many great scenes in in this movie, but one or one of my favorites is uh, Batman's grumpy face whenever Superman has to fly him around. Oh yeah, he is so just like I fucking hate this. Amanda pointed out that uh, he carries Batman the same way he carries Lois, like mm -hmm. they didn't. They didn't, uh, uh, credit to the animators, they didn't do, like, the no homo thing where they try to find a more dignified way. It's just like, no, this is how he carries people. Live with it. Yep. And I like well, that. I got yeah, you. The only other way to do that is to get Batman to sit on his back while he's going. Like, <laughs> That's always a good kind one. of cape. Giddy up. <laughs> yeah, that's much less gay. You're right. <laughs> but... <laughs> But yeah, I, I just love, like, and by the end, Superman's like, yeah, okay, I could learn to do things your way. And Batman has learned absolutely nothing, because <laughs> that's how he is. I really think that's, that you and I could uh, get some real good work done together. No. Mm, probably not. <laughs> and, you know, Gross. slight spoilers, but this will continue into Justice League, where Batman does not particularly want to be part of a team or deal with any of these people. He just doesn't like people. Yeah. I mean, he's Batman. No. Them. Yeah. Look, I've got a series of children that work around me. That's it. <laughs> I like my butler. Yeah, and my butler. Right. But you're not supposed to know I have one of those unless you know who I am. So. What does Batman have a butler for? Oh, my God. <laughs> you're Lex Luthor. <laughs> I did my, think uh, bringing Bruce in, doing a, a, a partnership with Lex, that's a nice, like, oh, yeah, they're both sort of billionaire, you know, like, they, they have their fingers in a lot of sinister pies. It makes sense. They would they would cross paths. Well, I, th the, thing, the thing I was like about that is, like, it's a thing that people sort of didn't start doing until, like, maybe a few years ago. Yeah. Or 20 and years ago, as the case may be, in this movie. But, like, yeah. you know, of course these two are going to interact. They're both, like, they're two of the richest men on the planet, you know? Right. Yeah. I remember there was a Grant Morrison and the Justice League Grant Morrison one where Lex Luthor was using his money to nefarious means, but then Batman was like, well, he doesn't know that I'm Bruce Wayne. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. that's a good one. Yep, that is very good. Uh, but but in terms of the uh, uh, Batman Superman just like uh, not particularly liking each other and all that, this, this kind of ties into your good thing, yeah, Gav? Yes, 
I kind of like how careful they are that neither Superman nor Batman gets the upper hand or overdoes the other. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, Superman finds out Batman's identity, so Batman has to find out Superman's. Batman's was cooler, but I digress. Mm-hmm. Batman also rescues Superman, so Superman has to rescue Batman. They're, you know, it's not one. Even though it's a Superman show, it's not like making him out to be better or or Batman better. It's mm-hmm. you know trying trying to that balancing act. I would imagine th- this this team is obviously very enamored with Batman, and I'm sure it was difficult for them to not make Batman, you know, superior in every way. Mm. Like to to find that balance, they probably had to really try to do that. Yeah, and he does have a lot of better lines. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, he does. Well, you you said before we started that's your that's really your favorite thing about this, yeah. Oh yeah, the uh, what was it? Yeah, the different the different lines he has. Oh, I can't remember now, but uh, yes. Where well, you, what you said was Batman being a bitch, which I yes. really enjoyed. <laughs> yes, he just he just doesn't like anyone. Yeah. And then even if someone says thank you for me, you know, thanks for rescuing me. I oh, that's actually that's, that's oh, actually sorry. my quote. Yeah, uh, from part two. So we'll uh, we'll play that here. Thank you. I couldn't have saved Lois without your help. I'm aware of that. Yeah, I love that. Possibly the best line in the movie. Oh, I don't know. There's so many to choose from. But yeah, I, I very much enjoyed that. <sighs> Thanks, you Batman. You really thing? saved the day. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got for Shut up, thing? baby. I know it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if you know this, but uh, this movie has a lot of Batman and Superman hanging out together. And uh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, it rules anytime that, that they have a spare moment together where they're just discussing what's going on and p- preparing notes I am clapping my hands like a small child oh yeah like the bit in the Daily Planet where it's just Bruce and Clark talking also good like we yeah. we know who each other are now we still have this thing to deal with let's sort of talk under our voices so Lois doesn't hear but we got business you know like, cool. there's something I just really like about like Lois is like I'll be right back guys and they're like okay how are we doing this you, you know what what Lex is up to let's figure this this shit out mm-hmm. like I really enjoy that for some reason no it's great my two it's... boys hanging out it you know it's you could you know the show was itching to do like Justice League and all that and, oh, yeah. and they will obviously but like this is the first glimmer of oh yeah if there's more than one of these guys they would work together mm-hmm. that's so cool you know? yeah also <laughs> let's be real like the first half of the first episode is like some real Batman shit and guess what I missed these guys oh yeah like Bullock shows up Gordon's there we're back in Gotham with the red skies it's like oh yeah. It's been mm-hmm. it's been just long enough for me to miss these guys. Yep. Yeah, it sort of starts out like uh, I don't. I guess my bad thing is I kind of don't like how the whole thing is laid out. But yeah, like you're saying, it starts like a goth. It starts in Gotham like a regular mm. Batman episode, and we follow Batman at the start. But then at the end of the whole thing, where with Clark watching Bruce fly away, I'm probably being picky and overthinking it. But I think if if Lois was in Gotham at the start, before heading back to Metropolis, we could have followed her through the whole thing. You know, there's a focal point of the whole story. Yeah, that makes sense. I would have been down for that. But... It, it definitely it definitely does feel like, and I think at this point, I might have the timeline wrong, but I think both shows were airing back to back, and you might be thinking, oh, did I miss Superman? This is just a Batman episode. <laughs> but, 
you know, I, also I get it because, uh, yeah, also we do miss these guys because Batman's yeah. been over for a little while yeah. for us. So it's, it, it also feels like, oh, yeah, Batman episode. Mm-hmm. I could watch this. But I see your point, definitely. Um, My good thing is I absolutely love the spin that all of this puts on the classic, the love triangle, the Clark Lois Superman thing. Oh, yeah. Because Clark's still trying to figure this out. And then Bruce comes in and Clark resents Bruce. Superman resents Batman. And then they figure out who they are. And there's a whole extra layer. Like Bruce is just the complete opposite of Clark. And Lois is instantly drawn to him. That's got to be such a kick. Like Clark is so modest and, and, you know, like humble. And Bruce is so flashy. (laughs) It's gotten to the point where I'm just like, get it together, you two. Like... You've, yeah, they've been they've been dangling this in front of us for a little while. They need to get started with this. This but, is like the fourth time where they've been all like, should we date or what? And then they don't, yeah, you know? Yeah. But I do this, like, at this point, it's like, okay, someone else will come in and date her then if you don't do something stupid. Well, like, and then Clark's doing that whole, like, mm, I don't care for any of this. And it's like, motherfucker, you had your chance. Like, yeah. you're <laughs> Superman. This shit's not hard. But there's a, you know, I don't know that I'd call this a full-on... Kids love Superman slash Batman moment, but it's mm. just the whole psychology of it all is really, really well thought out. Oh, yeah, it's great. And I love just the more I think about it from different angles, it it holds together. It really works. Mm-hmm. And it's just they they care about these characters so much and how they relate to each other. And, and they put such a lot of work into that. And I love it. Well, I, I, I'm also really a fan of Lois just finally being all like, maybe I won't date Superman. This feels like a real pain in the ass. Yeah. She has that great moment where she's all, where she's like, "Ah, Miss Lane, you're a real idiot. Thanks, Superman. I know." Oh yeah, she just talks. Yeah, to and then I saw. Wait, Superman has has uh, has extra hearing, <laughs> so he's probably listening yeah. to this. Yep. Oh man, Lois being real mean to herself. <laughs> probably talk to her about that. that. Oh no, the orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, never mind. <laughs> Why does everything in the city keep catching on fire whenever I'm about to get a date? Why are there so many need more lakes? <laughs> well, if Lois didn't keep hoarding them all in her apartment. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, my bad thing, though, I really wish Lois had worked out that Batman was... Bru- you, you mentioned this in your summary. Like, it, without having to contrive some situation where his mask just accidentally gets pulled off by the printing press at the well, Daily Planet. And what bugs me is that we've watched a shit ton of Batman episodes and that's not a thing that happens so it really no, kind of sticks very careful out. to make sure the mask doesn't come off in front of people. So it's, it, yeah, one, it's weird that it happened at all. Mm-hmm. Two, Lois is smart. She could have figured it out. The, the, like, the, the second she's in a room with Batman for more than like, for like five minutes or something, she should be like, oh God, you're Bruce. Or even yeah. just she starts putting together, wait a minute, you're here from Gotham, mm-hmm. and suddenly Batman shows up. Yeah. You like, know, it's Lois. Like she can that. figure this stuff out. She's really smart. What are all those big crates that your butler is unpacking? <laughs> if, if she's with him, if she's dating him long enough for her to decide to move to Gotham, mm. she should be, well, it should be long enough for her to figure out that he's Batman. Yeah. And we've seen him when he gets this serious with someone, he'll tell them anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, by but, the way. Yeah. There's probably something you should know. Now I'm just thinking of that thing from the Tim Burton one where, yeah. Uh, Michael Keaton's trying to tell her. And just, oh yeah. Keeps getting interrupted. 
but yeah, you know, this is this is a long running thing we've been talking about though. Lois, Lois needs to be smarter. Like mm-hmm. they need to write her more, uh, like an active part of the story where she's yeah. you know doing stuff for herself. I can definitely see the studio note that's like we are don't, stop focusing on Lois so much. It's a Superman show. We can't sell Lois Lane action figures. Like you can, um, you should. Yeah. Did they? No, I'm not. I sure. don't think they did. Like not at least not until like. Like they have, I'm sure they have them now, but like back when the yeah. show was on the air, there's no way. No, I'm thinking for purely uh, uh, selfish reasons because I do have a bunch of the like JLU style mm-hmm. figures. And now I'm wondering, like, ooh, could I add a Lois to that? I absolutely would. Mm-hmm. Which outfit, though? Because this episode adds two or three more. So many. Just I, again, the animators have to like start from scratch every time they draw a new outfit for her. They can't use any stock poses and they just keep creating new outfits. Just more and more work. Mm-hmm. Just a, there was a lot of showy design and animation in this. I would say. Like, oh yeah. Like I would say this was, uh, apart from maybe Mask of the Phantasm, like one of the best animated chunks of story we've seen. Well, I mean, if you're gonna do this, you should put your budget into it. You know, like it, make, like make oh, yeah. it look good. It's a big deal. There's a lot of great effects with lighting and show. There's so the bit where, um. Uh, Batman's trying to intimidate somebody in a in a dance club. Uh, the the lighting in the club is like I think it's like very red or purple mm. or something like that, uh, which also which already looks cool. And then uh, uh, Superman shows up and Batman shows him the kryptonite, and we get this green glow on top of that. And then the kryptonite goes in a glass of uh, like a drink. I don't think it was water because it wasn't clear because it changed the color of the kryptonite. So mm. we get more just all this lighting and shadow. It just it looked really cool. Yeah, I remember even liking that effect when the first time I saw it, whatever, like nineteen ninety-seven. Yeah, it's it's very impressive for mm-hmm. a hand-drawn. Like now, you know, they could do that on computers, and probably they they do it more often. But back then, it's I'm sure a lot more difficult. You yeah, know? I did like in the nightclub. Everyone just looked miserable, which which kind of check, <laughs> which kind of checks out. Every nightclub I've ever been to, <laughs> like the dancers in the Sopranos, just sort of standing there bored. Yay. <laughs> I will say the music there sounded like something you might actually hear in a club versus like a cartoons version of that, which we often get. Yeah. Just it, it just sounded like generic techno, but the fact that a TV show knew what techno was in the mid nineties is pretty impressive. So I don't know. There's just there's so many little details that I really liked. This uh this mo- this movie also had the uh the Joker theremin music, which I really liked. Oh yeah. Oh, when it was in the uh, blimp. They do, they do, it was kind because of, they don't put his usual sort of theme in, in this. Um, oh, yeah, the da 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 da. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, so like every time Joker's on screen, his theme is just sort of this weird, like, and I fucking I loved it. it. It wasn't just when he was on screen because I noticed it um, when he hit the guy with the uh, Joker gas. Yes. And they're talking, they're trying to question him, like the SCU's trying to question him while he's in his hospital bed laughing himself to death. And yep. they, they have that theme and Horrible. it's very good. Fucking scene. Yep. Yeah, Joker guess no less horrible than it ever has been. I love the bit where he's like in the when where he's like in there threatening the mob guys, like, you guys are gonna work for me now. You hear the mm-hmm. guy laughing in the background for the entire rest of the scene. Yep. It's like that oh great, god. That great desperate I can't stop laughing. Yeah. This is horrible. I'm not enjoying it at all. Like that's that takes some voice acting to be able to laugh and sound like you're not enjoying it. I'm having a bad time. Yeah, that's oh, very good. There's a great bit there where, and this is all Mark Hamill. This is all just the 
the delivery. But he, uh, he, he goes up to the mob boss and he's, I haven't seen you since, eh, never seen you, have I? <laughs> it's, it, that's, it's such a throwaway nothing line, but, mm-hmm. but Hamill just, the way he sold it, it was just so funny to me. I don't yep. know. Uh, I miss that guy. I miss I miss that fucking laugh too. Yeah, so great. I'm surprised uh, he hasn't appeared in another Superman. You know, just himself. You know, not Batman, but just the Joker in Metropolis. Yeah, that wouldn't have been. I I think they ended up doing this story on uh, Brave and the Bold. Actually, the what, Emperor Joker, mm-hmm. which that that you know you you need something to kind of give him a little more oomph, and I think a story like that would do it. But yeah. Well, I think I'm probably thinking of like a Superman comic, to be honest. Mm. Or, um, I, 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 it would be interesting to me if Mark Hamill did a different voice on this show. Oh yeah, but I mean, he's definitely got the range for it. God knows. Yeah. Why he's not doing a real Skeletor voice, I will never understand. But <laughs> well, I can definitely listen. I've heard many hours of Kevin Smith talking, and I can definitely see him going. No, nah, man, just do your Joker voice. No, it's not. It's not his Joker voice. It's his um, uh, Fire Lord from Avatar voice. Oh, that's right. You know this sort of sinister thing. Yeah, because that's it's a what good Skeletor villain sounds like. But that's not Skeletor, man. He probably <laughs> didn't want. Maybe he didn't want to do Skeletor because you know he couldn't possibly do it as good as. Yeah, but they had that guy also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's there. Alan Oppenheimer is his name. He's doing a, another voice, like oh, you know, that stunt casting b- thing. Mossman or something. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So I don't know. I actually like the new the the new He Man show. I just was disappointed that Skeletor didn't sound like Skeletor. I, yes. My mom knows what Skeletor sounds like. For God's sake, like <laughs> I imagine as well as you do the voice, you did it all the time. So mm-hmm. it is your ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> Answer your phone. <laughs> you fool! Why did I? Why did I tell it to call me a fool? <laughs> Superman's gonna hear that. I'm already <laughs> afraid enough of answering my telephone. Like, <laughs> hey, yeah, stupid! At least, at least if you got to hear Skeletor, it doesn't matter what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, Looks like Scam Likely's trying to get a hold of you again. Oh, that guy! <laughs> Fucking Scam Likely. Uh, what do you got as a bad thing? Ah, uh, what do I got as a bad thing? <laughs> this is almost nothing because, like, let's be real, this thing rules. Um, I get a little burnt out on all the spider robot fights. Mm-hmm. But, like, every time they were strapped for an action sequence, it was time to roll out another slightly bigger spider robot. I understand what you're saying, but your summary seems to indicate that you were delighted every time it happened. Yeah. Ooh, all right. <laughs> I'm complicated. I'm to say the third episode is probably my least favorite of the three. Mm-hmm. Just because really? it just seemed to be like Matt saying nonstop. Um, yeah, robots. it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of wrap up. I I liked the Joker in the big airplane. Like I understand what you guys are saying, mm. and, and you're not you're not wrong about the robot fights. But as as far as like the Joker, like wrecking everything in Gotham with Lex's name on it, and then the fight on the plane and all that, I mm. enjoyed that. But yeah, I, I think the, the robot stuff. I I do like uh, the jo- actually probably Harley did this uh, strapped Mercy to the underside of one of the robots so that, that Superman couldn't punch it. That was very good. Like every, every time he wound up to punch it, the thing would like rotate her right in front of his fist, and he'd have to stop. Oh God, that's right. I can't punch Mercy. But I mean, I can. I have. But like now, it would probably be bad. Yeah. 
I'm trying to punch with the force of, you know, robot killing. Mm-hmm. Probably, probably not good. Mercy takes a fucking beating in this episode. She, the the bit where Batman breaks into Lex's uh, bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she, I assume she sleeps under his bed because like Batman's in the room for like three <laughs> seconds before she's got a gun pointed at the back of, back of his head. And he just full on bats her in the face like Jesus Christ. Yeah, if if you've got timing that rivals Batman's, you must be very, real close. You're mm-hmm. right. But, uh, yeah. Mercy, the what took that, you so long? The fact that she's fighting with Harley the whole time mm-hmm. and also takes at least one solid Batman punch, it's just, ah, oh, this poor lady. The bit where uh, after uh, Harley shows up for the first time and, like, knocks her out and steals her uh, her uniform... Mm-hmm. Like, we see her again later, and she's got her head all bandaged up. It was so fucking funny to me. Yeah, it was. There's a bit that I quote regularly. It's usually when I get up in the morning, and, and my voice is down here. Like, it, it hasn't, you know, like, I ha- I'm not quite awake yet, and mm-hmm. I, just, I, I sound more like Clancy Brown than usual. And my go-to is Mr. L. Because <laughs> <laughs> his redone when, when she disguises Mercy and, you know, gives her an order or whatever, and she goes, Swell, Mr. L! <laughs> So great. Lex hates being around the Joker so much. <laughs> yep. And it's so funny. Well, it's more of that contrast. It's more mm-hmm. like Lex is together. He's orderly. He usually, when he's not bragging to Lois, hides his crimes. Mm-hmm. The Joker's is like, fuck, I don't care who knows. I'm I'm gonna get a blimp with my name on it. I yep. want everyone to know. <laughs> I can respect that. I also have a blimp with my name on it, but I don't use it to do crimes. I only do crimes. Enough crime. Do I? Mm-hmm. It was um, interesting when Lex shook Joker's hand and nothing actually happened. I was mm. kind of waiting for a buzzer to go off or something. I I think the Joker, like, you know, he doesn't want to kill his meal ticket yet. Once well, he, he can the... buzz him up a bit. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's not the one that'll kill you, but like, let's be real here. I'm still the Joker, for God's sake. Mm-hmm. Gotta, gotta do a joke of some kind. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'll lose the copyright. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm a real lot to hang out with. <laughs> he's not. Yeah, he's not wrong. He's always on, if you can believe it. Uh-huh. Good God. Oh man. A shot of uh. Harley picking him up when he's hitchhiking. Also very good. Oh, God. Yeah, he uh, lifts his uh, pant leg up so you see a bunch of leg. Mm-hmm. Very good. Joker's got some nice legs. I guess so. <laughs> Makes Harley shave them for him. <laughs> Otherwise, they grow green hair all over them. Like, who wants that? Oh, God, I guess that's true. That's a bad look. <laughs> never that never occurred to me. <laughs> I did shave off all my green chest hair. <laughs> <laughs> Makes Harley wax him too, I think. <laughs> oh, so this was this was a this was a in competition for my bad thing. I don't love this either. Uh, Batman's advice to Superman uh, regarding the Joker several times is expect the unexpected. Like mm-hmm. that that's nothing. That means n- that is a that is a pointless. Like that does not help Superman. That information does not give him any advantage whatsoever. Su- Superman is not smart enough to like. Like, it's, to it's, pick up on that just, shit. It's just one of those things that mm. people say that doesn't really mean anything, you know? 
But then Batman knows that because he's just telling him that just for, you know, it doesn't mean anything. It won't yeah. help him out. Yeah. Well, I guess he doesn't want to give him the edge, so that makes sense. No, this is why this is why I'm telling you you can't fight the Joker. Like Joker's my guy is really why, but I, I have to think of something else. Don't want to look jealous, but I am very jealous. <laughs> That's okay. I'm fucking his girlfriend. <laughs> He sure what, is. What was with the Italian gangsters having pinatas? Excellent question. Oh, that's a. I didn't think about that. Well, this whole show has just fallen apart. <laughs> <laughs> what Italians can't enjoy an occasional pinata? I love little candy. That's just appropriation, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I like them. Uh, what do you call it? Quinceañeras. Want to do one for my little girl? <laughs> Um, Superman wears pajamas. I had that note. I mean, I that checks out, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah honestly, true. I'm surprised he doesn't wear like a onesie with like little feet in them and like the the butt <laughs> flap. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like a tiger onesie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking like the the thick wool, you know, like down on the farm stuff, but that's much better. <laughs> Yeah, I've had the same pair of pajamas since I was 10. What? Mm-hmm. Just Ma keeps taking them out when I grew. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know. But uh, there's a there's a bit, speaking of all that, there's a bit where somebody's looking for Clark, and uh, Lois goes, he's probably out husking some corn. <laughs> such a good delivery. Like, she's known him for, what, two or three years at this yep. point, and she still just will not let, like, he's from Kansas. Who's from Kansas? <laughs> oh, God. Wait, where in Ca Smallville? Are, Are you, you fucking kidding, kidding me? me? <laughs> she just, she will never let it go. I love it. <laughs> uh, it's so nice to be able to visit you in Sucktown, Clark. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, who are we kidding? I'm never going to Smallville. Smallville. Why? What did I say? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, Batman has Wolverine claws in this one for some reason. That was a weird little reveal. I mean, I get it, but also like, really? When his plane's about to go down. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess. I guess that's true. Yeah. The Wolverine ones would have popped out on his knuckles. This was actually where his fingers were. Good idea is a good idea. Yep. I I'm... wondered. This is. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, no, there's a cat following him around. <laughs> <laughs> like the unfortunate cat in the uh, the cat fight sequence, which. Oh. Yes, that was bad cat. <laughs> we're talking about yeah, that, that beforehand. Is... Yeah. <laughs> Well, you liked it because you thought there was just a random cat in the scene. Yeah, I didn't re I didn't realize that it was like a eh, cat fight. Get it, guys? I was just like, yeah. <laughs> they knocked over a cat. Like I said, I'm pretty sure there's a there's a like a TV tropes thing mm -hmm. about like two women fighting and they play a cat noise because nah. yeah, cat fight. Ugh. Dumb. We just do it because that fight was great and it was funny on its own. You didn't need to do that. It was mm. just like the two of them just like wailing on each other well, and that's the thing i like like it wasn't like a sexy cat fight or anything these two no. women were just beating the shit out of each other well yeah, yeah they're no, bodyguards sexy about it yeah no well i mean unless you're into that but you know, <laughs> nothing inherently sexy about mm -hmm. it well yeah somebody's into that i think being cool have a scene with the two of them complaining about their respective men yeah that would have been great after this is all over and they don't mm -hmm. have to protect the dudes anymore and they're just like ah, we'll go get a drink 
hey, it's my town. I can charge it to Miss Luthor. I'm buying. <laughs> That's great. I don't have any money. <laughs> That's kind of what this whole uh, this whole plan was about in the first place. I mean, let's be honest. If Joker did get the billion dollars, it's not like I'd see any of it. Yeah. I love um, at the end she's being uh, sent back to Arkham and thrown in the, the armored car and she goes I want a lawyer I want something else I want a cheese sandwich <laughs> I love that character yep thankfully we will see her a few more times a mm-hmm. couple more yeah I was thinking at the start when um, the jack in the box mm-hmm. I was just who makes all the Joker's toys and then you had, you had the um, giant wing, and she was, and Harley Quinn was painting it. I think, oh, I heard them. Uh-huh. Wait, so what are you? You're asking is where does he get those wonderful, wonderful toys? Uh-huh. Yes. I all I always pictured the Joker like whenever he's not doing like when he goes like quiet for like a couple of weeks or whatever, like so someone else can do something in Gotham. I always mm-hmm. picture him in an empty warehouse painting smiley faces on grenades and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, this is his hobby, and he really enjoys it. Like, clicking That's... little gas canisters into uh, into his flower. Yep. And just, like, setting all that shit up. It's like, okay, I have to get a helicopter, and then I have to <laughs> paint it purple, and then I have to put a smiley face on it. It's kind of my brand. I've got a hookup in Gotham who will supply me giant replicas of my own head. <laughs> you'd think you'd only need one, but good God, I've bought a lot of them. And particularly back in the days of the uh, like pre-internet or mm. when the early net was when the internet was very early, where you couldn't just order that. Like he had to source it and fo- well, yeah. Harley probably had to, but yeah, it, it's literally the only person that he actually pays money to. Because mm-hmm. like I can't kill him. There's no one else in town who can do this. He does good work. <laughs> there's got to be a comic story about that, right? Mm-hmm. Like where these guys. I mean, there's. I know there's a, a character who like makes the the superheroes and supervillains like costumes and stuff. It's got to be someone who makes the death traps. Paul everything. Paul Dini had um I think her name was the Carpenter, mm. uh, and she showed up in his like running detective in the aughts, and she would build like death traps and stuff for for guys. That makes sense. She worked for like the Mad Hatter for like ten minutes, and then was like, "Fuck this! I can do way, but be- <laughs> I can do a way better job." Hmm. No, I feel like anyone who designs and makes uh, like escape rooms, mm-hmm. like those skills are applicable to supervillainy. Pretty, you know, just tweak a couple things. What if I could use real spikes? Mm-hmm. Instead of a recording of a guy saying there are spikes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, there's a bit where uh, the Joker's talking to SCU, mm-hmm. uh, talking to Turpin, and he calls him Turnip. <laughs> <laughs> It's such a throwaway line. Again, just just Hamill made it funny to me. I love the uh, the idea of uh, Joker sending Superman a message only he can see. Mm-hmm. Like he sends like this like this map, but like it's like if you're a normal person, it blinds you because it's so bright. Yeah, it's like uh, beyond the uh, human wavelengths mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, I like. I mean, that's um. That goes back to at least it might be in the comics too, but at oh, least yeah. the first uh, the first live action movie because uh, uh, Gene Hackman Lex sounded like a high pitched thing that only Superman could hear. Oh, uh, that's and, cool. And dogs. Yeah, oh, right, and dogs. So uh, a dog comes to stop Lex, but uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I had planned on this. <laughs> Steals his toupee, but that's about it. <laughs> oh no! Damn it! That's what makes me look like Gene Hackman. <laughs> 
there's a there's a moment where Lois is sensing the tension between um, Bruce and Clark, and and she says, uh, "You want me to hook you two up?" Which <laughs> just, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, Bruce there's is asking definitely... a lot of questions about Superman. There is, there is a tension there, and okay, yeah, there there, it isn't textually like mm-hmm. sexual, but. Just Superman, and, and this happens more in their later appearances, Superman desperately wanting Batman's approval and Batman <laughs> very hesitantly giving it, if at all, mm-hmm. that I just love between them. And it's it, it, it transfers pretty easily to a, to a romantic thing. Uh, yeah. Everyone should be proud if, of me. If Superman was an animal, he'd be a puppy. <laughs> yes, very much so. Also, uh, we've I been talking... That all along about how Superman's not very bright and really putting him next to Batman doesn't do him any favors. Well, I mean, Gav talked about this. Like, it's a really good way to, like, like, there's a, there's gotta be a real temptation to make, like, Batman, like, not look as good just with Superman, like, flying around, like, tearing stuff apart. Yeah. So, like, playing up his intelligence is a really good way to, like, have them on equal footing. But then also you have a bit where you see Clark trying to be like Batman. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get an informant. He's going to Bibbo and paying him money and like, hey, have you have you seen anything? And he's like, duh. Listen, I was you real just... busy fighting Bluto last night, so. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I've never understood his character. It's very no, strange. It, indeed it is. I mean, I know he's from the comic. It just feels like one of those things where someone was writing a Superman comic and was like, it'd be really funny if I put Popeye in this. It'd be really <laughs> like funny Popeye, if I kept putting Popeye in this. Popeye in the style of this, where he mm-hmm. looks like slightly more like a real guy, but still obviously Popeye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I like, you know, I, Clark s- slips him a bunch of money, and he's like, uh, I've seen a lot of Jokers. <laughs> like, he's, he's so bad at this. Okay. Let's try this again. If you see any jokers, so like the card or like, no. Give me my money back. So who's on first? What's on second? Uh, I think this was in the pre-show. We were talking about how giant Lois's apartment is. Mm -hmm. Yep. Just like you get in through double doors. It's got this giant three-story picture window. Just Jesus Christ. Her, Her penthouse apartment is larger than the house I grew up in. Like... It's bigger than, or it's at least the same size as Lex's, like, showy big office. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand how she makes that, gets that on a, like, a reporter's wage. Yeah, I, I, like, she's won Pulitzers, mm-hmm. but even still. Look, like the, Lois is well paid, but, like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. It's bigger than the Friends apartment. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not go nuts now. Nothing is bigger Nothing's than the Friends that. apartment. It goes on forever. <laughs> Although everything's big in, in in Metropolis, like Lex's bed is twice his length. Oh yeah, Lex has what a twelve is... foot long bed. <laughs> What's that's true? What? Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't notice that. Yeah, it's very strange. Well, you know, the the rest of the space is for Mercy to sleep on. How curled <laughs> she up at the, at the bottom of the bed. <laughs> yeah, they're they're not together. They're not sleeping together, so they need a lot of space between them. Mm-hmm. But she's got to be right there. So. She's like curled at the bottom of the bed like a dog. Yeah, exactly. He has the dog with the dog with a gun. So. <laughs> Listen, a lot of a lot of people try to kill me. So like, mm-hmm. this is just good planning. God, I got those goons downstairs, but you know it takes them like three minutes to get up here. 
need somebody right on it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. <laughs> do I do I get to sleep or anything? You can sleep on your day off. Oh man. All right. Anything else? Uh, let's see. I think that's everything I got. What about you, Gav? Yeah, I think so. That, that um, plane, it just didn't look like teeth to me, but that's it, really. Yeah, they did a bit where, much like in the Tim Burton movie, where it flew up to the moon so mm-hmm. you could see the effect they were going for. And But they, they didn't hold there. It was there for less than a second. Yeah. So, like, if you could freeze frame it, it looks like a smile, but that's it. Gav, I just want to say, the fact that it doesn't look like teeth has bugged me since the first time I watched this, so it's really good <laughs> to hear that you think the same thing. Same here. It's just like, they're not teeth. She just puts stripes on it. It just looks like it has stripes on it now. Also, okay, so the thing is enormous. Like, it's it's probably easily half the size of Lois's apartment. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> and Harley's out there just painting half of it. Yep. Like, that has to take, like, a week. It's like the opening shot from the Red Dwarf uh, opening credits. Yeah, very much so. And, you know, I don't, I don't care. Much like, how did the Joker survive? Who cares? It's a cartoon. But we were supposed to be moving pretty quickly, and then they showed something that obviously would have taken Harley a really long time. Is all just like that—that that took me out of it a little bit. Listen, I—I I had to learn how to paint stuff really fast. I didn't even have YouTube back then. Yeah, how yeah, she to, had to figure all that shit out herself? How to paint your stolen Lex wing? <laughs> she, she could call someone and ask, but who's she going to call? Pam? Pam doesn't know how to paint stuff. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's she what I she do. wouldn't be into that. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Somebody back at Arkham? Maybe? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is the Mad Hatter there? <laughs> Creasy yeah, Quilt but... might. Yeah, maybe, but he doesn't know how to paint things black. It's all like, you know, goofy, oh, tacky colors. So. This is true. <laughs> and the Joker's usually with the purple and uh, and green. So, yeah. I tried asking Condiment King. He just threw a bunch of mustard at it. <laughs> not helpful uh in answer to my earlier question i've been sort of uh, uh googling while we're talking here and there is a lois action figure in the style of this show mm. if you buy it in a box with superman for 190 dollars, that checks out yeah so, cheap at uh, half the price <laughs> boys don't want girl toys oh my god okay all right what do we got for quotes? Gav, what do you got? Uh, my quote is what Joker says to Lex after Lex, um, you know, uh, says about him, not, you know, only having to fight Batman. What makes you think you can kill Superman when you can't even handle a mere mortal in a Halloween costume? There's nothing mere about that mortal. I, yeah, I, I, I love, love that. Yeah. I love that he's like, what? what is your, you can't even take care of that guy and you want to take out Superman? I, okay. Trust me on this. Superman is, is, Superman is how I level up. Like. <laughs> Superman's got a conscience. This I can do. <laughs> Superman will stop. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what do you got for a quote? Uh, I love uh, this. This is uh, Lois finding out that uh, Bruce is Batman and being really pissed off about it. You want to know what really galls me? I mean, beside the fact that the new man in my life is really two men, it's that I'm sitting on the hottest story of the year, Batman, unmasked, 
And there's not a blessed thing I can do about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll get some iodine for that cut. Burning, stinging iodine. It's so good. Oh, I love yeah. so much that she's just like, I know you're Batman and I can't tell anybody. And I'm in a position to tell the world mm -hmm. because I am a well-respected reporter with a job. But, nope. I would almost like to see her, like, like, go, like, say she's going forward with it, with it because the movie makes it very clear she does not like Batman. Yeah, but I think once she realizes, oh, okay, maybe, maybe if he's Bruce, maybe there's something going on there. I, I would I just, I would like to man. have seen some of that, you know, like some yeah, 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 or something. Uh, apparently in one of Batman's future appearances in this series, they will at least nod to the fact like Lois mentions this again. Oh, cool. Like it's still weighing on her mind. She says something to the effect of like, I, I almost like, even after we talked, I almost still moved because. I missed you or something mm -hmm. like that. Oh, that's nice. So the thing it's is not just, it's not just over when she finds out is my point. She's still thinking yeah. about it. I really like them as like, as a couple, like, I think it's a really cool idea. There's two, they're two of the most badass people on the planet. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is the sort of the prime universe and they have to like Superman and Lois. have to Of course. Together. But as, as some kind of an alternate thing, you're right. That is, that is fantastic. Mm. Also, she loves billionaires. Yeah. Well, she said in the pilot she fucked Lex so. she's got an extremely large apartment she has to pay for it's <laughs> true she's in so much debt <laughs> she's like uh, it's like Lindsay and Tobias buying a, buying a house <laughs> uh, the the um, the Roomba just oh poor little guy ran out of juice mm -hmm. <laughs> Very good. if she sold her apartment she could probably buy half of Gotham <laughs> yeah but it's Gotham I know. Why would you move? Why would you move there? I mean, the real estate yeah. in Gotham's cheap enough as it is. It's mostly crumbling factories. Yeah, and uh, abandoned fun houses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and metropolises, orphanages. There, there are mm -hmm. so many abandoned fun houses in Gotham that there's an area called Amusement Mile. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like someone retconning. How are all these amusement parks? Okay, here's what we're gonna mm -hmm. do. Um. So we we mentioned this this it this episode makes it abundantly clear to me that Lois and Bruce fucked. Like, oh yeah, like it's not even a read between the lines thing. He's in her apartment. They're having breakfast. Mm -hmm. Like this is sort of my kids love Superman thing is like it's not subtle and it's not like it could be interpreted another way. Those guys had sex. Oh yeah, which yeah. of course they did, and it's not a big deal. But in a children's show in the nineties, eh, kinda. Mm -hmm. Even if he didn't see it, she's moving. She's all about moving to Gotham, and yeah, she doesn't like, seem like the kind of person that wouldn't try out the goods. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. Oh, an another thing I noticed, um, you know, we because everyone points out, look, the Bruce Tim style is very simple, and and a lot of people look similar. Mm -hmm. They, t it looked like to me, they put in a little extra effort to make Superman's face more distinctive, mm -hmm. like the shape of it and like the shape of his eyebrows, yeah. so that he and Bruce didn't look like the same dude standing next to each other. And I think it really worked. Mm. Like all, all it takes is like a tiny little extra line here and there. So they don't look like the same guy. And they did a really good job with that. I thought. Yeah. Uh, oh, and, and one of you wrote for, uh, for, Hey, it's that guy. It's, it's all the guys. Yeah. This cast was enormous. Like I was looking at it when, uh, like, especially for the first episode, which has a lot of like Batman characters in it. Well, yeah, it's got Bullock and, and Gordon for, they, they didn't need to be in this story. No. It's just like, well, yeah, we're in Gotham. Of course they I mean, here. they didn't need Alfred either, but he still showed up for like one line. 
Yeah. But then if they were doing Batman at the same time, weren't they? Mm-hmm. So it's not like he just came out of retirement from one line, which right. I thought for a minute. <laughs> the actual Alfred, you mean? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. Original Alfred. No, I like, because, you know, whenever Bruce travels, Alfred comes with him to manage all the all the bullshit and then all the also the Batman bullshit. Yep. And he's he's there to prod him every now and then. He's like, uh, if I should be so bold, sir, I win in Rome. You know, just little moments like that. Batman's jetpack's so good. Yep, it's very good. It was the Joker says he's got propulsion envy. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so many good lines. Yep, this movie rules. Yep. All right, anything else? Uh, yeah, I got nothing. Very well. Well, that's all for this time. This is this is exciting times, and as Gav says, you know, it's all downhill from here. Mm-hmm. But, uh, by which I mean, and I don't think I wrote down what we have next week, and I really should have done that because I know we're going to talk about this every single time. Mm-hmm. But let me let me just stall while I pull up my list here right now. I'll just open this here. Here we go. <laughs> oh, right, Bizarro's World. Ah, which uh, I'm going to guess is what a, a Toy Man episode. Uh huh. And uh, The Hand of Fate, which I can only assume is a Manos episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gav, anything you want to, I don't know, your social media maybe, or anything you want to tell the people? Um, keep watching the skies. <laughs> awesome. Very well. All right. Uh, well, that's it for this time. Uh, we will be back next time. Yeah. See you, folks. Twala. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2021. Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.